Welcome to the Abundant Leap Podcast. I'm your host, Chance Welton. I'm a speaker, consultant, and thought leader here at Abundance.io. In this podcast, you'll discover your strengths, find turnkey business models, and get expert guidance for life's biggest financial moments, where we have trained and consulted over 35,000 entrepreneurs on how to start their first online business, and we've helped existing business owners start their second and third stream of income. You can learn more at Abundance.io, and of course, check us out on Apple Podcasts and Spotify at the Abundant Leap Podcast. All right, welcome back to another episode on the Abundance Podcast. We are here at the door-to-door con. I uh, got to meet my good friend, Sean, through a mutual friend, and he's here with Trippio and talking about travel, which I love to talk about. Yeah. So I'm really excited about yeah. this. Me too. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, man. Well, we were starting, already kind of wrapping back and forth. I was like, I hate TripAdvisor, and you're like, yeah. I did too. That's why I yeah. kind of created this. Yeah. Yeah, so Trippio is all about helping people know what to do, see, eat, and experience in their travels. So You've got Kayak and Google Flights to help you book your flights. You've got Airbnb and Hotels.com to help you book your accommodations. But then when it comes time to know what to do when you get there, people are asking friends on Facebook or Instagram. They're Googling top 10 things to do. They're being shoved TripAdvisor in their face. And TripAdvisor gives them the top ways that they can make money off of you. So Tripio is all about finding your preferences. You tell us how into adventure you are, how into nightlife, how into good eats, how into art history, culture, whatever. And we will customize a list just for you of the top 10 things to do, an actual itinerary with like smart routing. So it tells you the order in which to do things. It's really dope. So that's the wow. app. Yeah, that's that's what we do. And for every city and every country, are there certain we're, areas we're, that you we're building We're building it out right now. We have like 150 something destinations like built out in the app. Uh, we're building out new ones every single day. So we don't have the whole world covered yet, but we're getting there. Yeah, right on. There. Yeah. We got to talk to my buddy, Michael Grazioni. He's uh, been to 193 countries. Jeez, I didn't even know there was that many countries. I didn't think so there either. <laughs> I had him on earlier today and he documented the whole thing with discovery. So I think you guys would wow. have a really wild conversation. Yeah, I'd actually love that. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll intro you guys. Cause I think that he would really cool. appreciate your app. Yeah. So when did you start it? Like, what was like the why of like, okay, I need to fix this problem. Yeah. So I'm, I love to travel. I've been to 53 countries now, I think. Um, so I love traveling myself. It's just a huge passion of mine. And I was running into the same problem that you're talking about with TripAdvisor and other things over and over. I remember I went to Yangshou, China. I'm probably pronouncing that city name wrong, but um, amazing place. And there was these mud caves that like everybody was talking about. Like there was billboards everywhere. And I remember talking to some, I, I did do this typical post on Facebook. Um, back then, Facebook was still pretty big. And uh, I guess it's still is huge, but you know what I mean? Like it was used a lot more. And <laughs> People so I post- still love their Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I post on Facebook, hey, what should we do? You know, in Yangshou, has anyone been here? And, you know, this girl's like, oh, you got to go to the mud cave. So we go to the mud cave, me and a buddy. It was the lamest tourist trap I've ever been in in my entire life. <laughs> I was just like, how on earth is this what people think you need to do in this city? Like, so we just, we actually bailed on this mud cave experience halfway through because it was like, I didn't want to offend the guide we were with, but I said, hey, we just don't have much time and this is just not where we want to be. So can you help us find like the exit to this maze we're in, these mud caves? So we leave early, end up finding these amazing hikes. We rent scooters. We go to, we just had such an amazing time just doing our own thing in the outdoors. And I was like, there's got to be a better system out there. Like how are all these tourist traps just like funneling everybody to them? You know? I know, I've been to so many, and you get pissed. You're just like, yeah. man, I got a short amount of time to be here. Yeah. I got a limited resources. Yep. 
and I'm trying to have the best possible time ever. Yeah. And now I'm like down this dead end road and they're not going to let me get back yeah. in the truck until I buy something weird from the <laughs> yeah. snake oil lady. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yep. So there was that, there was all these experiences I had traveling, you know, where I just felt like there's a better way, especially for the off the beaten path stuff. Um, I love going to Hawaii and there's a lot of hikes in Hawaii that are like really hard to figure out how to do them. And I remember thinking like, man, if there was just an app that would like take me to the exact GPS coordinates, you know? And so I just kind of had these ideas brewing for a couple of years. And then it was 2018. I was doing, I had a company called Adventure Hunt, which I was on Shark Tank for, by the way. Oh, Got right. a deal. So we can talk about that. You know, it's usually Super interesting cool. to people. Yeah, definitely. Um, but uh, I was, so I had this company, Adventure Hunt. It was kind of like a mini amazing race type of event, like a scavenger hunt on steroids, you know? And so we have it, we had an app built out that would kind of give you clues and challenges that would kind of guide you around your city to a buried treasure chest, right? So teams would pay a participation fee and then they'd compete to find this treasure chest, right? Right. And is so, it still going, by the way? What's that? You, is that company still rolling? It is, yeah. It's oh, cool. uh, the pandemic, we'll, we'll, we can get into it. Um, pandemic, like, yeah, it, we took a huge hit in the pandemic, yeah. you know, because it was all about getting groups of people For together sure. and we were not allowed to do that. Which was so, illegal. To yeah, do. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. Um, but I remember I was setting up one in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and no offense if anybody's from Albuquerque watching, not my favorite city, not the most exciting city in the world. And my job was to like set up these cool things to do and places to see in each city that would kind of create this fun scavenger hunt. And it was just a little bit harder than like doing one in Hawaii, for instance, or even Salt Lake City. Um, and so I remember I, I, I finished testing it. I finally got it done after a few days of work. and. And I said to myself out loud after I'm done testing this route and it worked, I was like, you know, there's not a ton to do in Albuquerque, but for anybody that comes here, I sure did create a pretty cool itinerary they could do. And I was like, wait, bing, like that's what I should do. I should help create, I should help people create itineraries. I should help them find the coolest stuff to do and have it in an app. So Tripio is kind of, was kind of born from, I knew I wanted to create a travel app that would help people travel better and Adventure Hunt helped me realize how to do that. Um, so cool. So yeah, that's kind of how it came about. And that's where you see these really rad companies like yourself that are actually doing something cool because it came from a place of where, of like real pain and real frustration. Yeah. yeah. I like, man, like, and like we're saying, cause I used to go places and then we'd just like find like a cool looking kid that probably looked like he'd maybe sell you drugs, but he also looked like he knew <laughs> his way around the city. And I'd be like, bro, I'll, I'll pay you 20 bucks a yeah. day. Show me and my girlfriend around. Let's, let's go see the stuff people don't yeah. see. And yeah. would have really rad experiences and up eating, you know, dinner with the family, yeah. his family going to beaches that nobody knew of. Yeah. And I was like, wow, this is really rad. I wish this was in an app. So I'm yeah. glad, I'm glad you did it. Yeah, we did it. Yeah. <laughs> you'll have to, you'll have to check it out. It's I'm, I'm honestly like very, very proud of it. Like I've been an entrepreneur for, so I did door to door stuff for five years, uh, 2006, seven, eight, nine, 10. And then I started my own company, um, and you know, ran it for two and a half years, sold it, started another company, ran it for four years, sold it, did another one. So I've been doing like you know, I've had a couple of exits and I've been getting better and better with each entrepreneurial venture. Mm -hmm. And with this one, like I look at the app and I'm like so proud of like what we've built because it really is awesome. Like it really is the best travel resource out there. And I know I'm biased to everybody listening, watching, but if you download it and check it out, like you'll see like, it's just better. It's just better than TripAdvisor. It's better than anything that's out there yep. because you can customize it. We're not trying to, we're not trying to get you to book some tour through us or anything. We're just trying to show you the best stuff to do, you know? And so would it lean more heavily towards like, Hey, here's like this free, awesome stuff off the beaten path. Mm -hmm. Or is there still like a lot of tours on there as well? I'm sure there's the, kind there, of, yeah, there, so the, the, so my researchers, I call them the gurus, the travel gurus. 
So the rule I have with them is we want to have a heavy focus on things that people can do on their own for free without like a tour guide. But if something is like truly incredible, it's truly unique to that destination. Like a good example is the manta ray night dive tour in on the big island of Hawaii. It's like one of the only places in the world where you can see manta rays consistently like 362 days out of the year. They're, they're in this spot and they get these big spotlights out and you can, but you, to do it on your own, you can do it on your own. In fact, the first time I did it, I did it on my own, but it's way better with a tour. I've done it with a tour and it's just, it's just a much better experience. So something like that, we put it on the app because it's awesome. It's unique. Right. But if you're like, uh, you know, one of the jokes we made before we got rolling here was, you know, the waterfall hikes that TripAdvisor will do, and they want to charge you $47 to- to a waterfall. You get there, there's no gate. Yeah. There's no sign. There's no so, little guy like collecting stuff. Like, no, like, I could have I done you're this. Like, oh, I could have just done it on my own. Yeah. yeah. So we try and get that stuff on there. So if it's unique to the area, we put it on there. Obviously, if you're in Rome, we're going to send you to the Coliseum and you're going to have to pay an entry fee. You know, if you're right. in Paris, you're going to the Eiffel Tower, you know. For sure. But- so anything that's unique to the city or the destination, we put it on there, whether it's a tour or free, but we try and f- help you find a way to do things inexpensively. Oh, I'm going to try it out for sure. Yeah. Like we travel a lot. And like I said, I was doing it the, the old way, which, you know, in some cities probably get you in a little trouble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's rad. So, um, so you actually have people on the ground that are going out and like searching and finding like the next best thing to yeah. give the data back. Yep. And then you're like, thumbs, like not cool enough, bro. Like back to the. Yeah, Back to the drawing board or yeah, we so we have a we have a system of like peer a peer review system, a local review system bef- that things will go through before they make their way onto the app. Occasionally, I was actually sitting at our booth over here just a minute ago and I saw Top Golf in Nashville on the app and I was like Top Golf is cool, but people don't go to Nashville to go to Top Golf. Right. Like they can go to Top Golf anywhere, you know. Totally. And so that's one where I got to flag it and get it removed. Um no offense to Top Golf, it is cool, but like we're trying to find I tell them like good, better, best. Like we're only wanting to put the best stuff on here. You know, uh, people can find good. They can find better. They could just through Google searches. We want to be the one that's like, Hey, all of the best stuff is on Tripio. You don't need to sift through anything else. Just go to Tripio and the best stuff is there. You know? So that's so rad. And you were saying even too, like based on where, where you want to go, you can put in your preferences mm-hmm. and then it'll start spitting out. Like if you're more into art, if you're more into adventure, yep. and they'll spit yep. all that out. We even have like levels of adventure. So like your easy adventure stuff, which we consider to be like a cool beach to go lounge at or, you know, something like that. Uh, maybe a simple hike. And then moderate adventure would be like maybe beginner level surfing spots or snorkel spots mm-hmm. or uh, maybe a slightly more difficult hike. Or, you know, if you're in a city, maybe it's like going on the... Like if you're in New York, you know, that thing called the edge is like the glass bottom floor. It's like kind of scary or whatever. Maybe we put that on there. And then intense adventure would be more like adrenaline pumping. You know, maybe it's, you know, just give it like obvious examples like bungee jumping or skydiving, Um, more intense surfing, more difficult hikes, cliff jumping, you know, stuff like that. Rope swings that are intense or whatever, you know, into water. Um, yeah, because like New Zealand's like the best place in the world to yes. jump from. Yeah, the, the Sky Tower, whatever they call it. Yeah. I, think that goes I did that back in uh, 2012. It was I did, in- yeah. insane. Yeah, it was insane. So then I go see these other like little janky ones like outside of like Houston. So it's like know, 80 yeah. feet. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm know. not doing that. <laughs> yeah. So I went to New Zealand in 2016 and did some bungee jumping as well. And I'm actually taking uh, Moxie. Maybe I don't know if I'm supposed to say that, but I'm taking Moxie Pest Control to New Zealand uh, for their big trip this year sick yeah, yeah it's gonna be fun super rad and that's the next thing i want to lead into is because as an entrepreneur you start solving bigger problems and it keeps rolling into even more opportunity especially yeah. you've been so obsessed with travel for so long yeah 
it went from the adventure and then you're like, oh my gosh, my business is shutting down. What do I do from here? Yeah. You're like, oh, it's just the next problem I'm going to solve, which is yeah. actually a much larger business, I'm sure. Yes. And I'm so much happier with this, with Trippio. Yeah. And you're not going to these, you know, uh, Albuquerque yeah. anymore. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. and no up. offense to Albuquerque again. I, yeah. It's a cute little town, but I mean, when it comes to adventure, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Go armadillo hunting. Is that a thing? I don't know. <laughs> Probably. I don't know. <laughs> they did have some cool, like, I found a cool hike there with like some petroglyphs, you know, stuff like that. It was, it was cool. It, it, is that what they're called? Petroglyphs or hieroglyphics? I don't know. We anyway. have some out in Idaho, like these yeah. really trippy kind of alien, like triangle things. Yeah. That was literally, I grew up uh, out near Owyhee County. <clears throat> There's a, it's called Jump Creek Canyon out there. Okay. And we used to go find these giant geodes and stuff yeah. like that. Nobody knows about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we're like a friend of mine, third grade it was my dad's friend. He was like a third grade teacher. Then later on in life, he kind of like showed back. He was like, let's go camp. I got to show you guys this stuff. Went out and saw him and it was insane. Like it gave me like goosebumps. I mean, it feel really odd Yeah. because of yeah. how like profound it was. And it showed like these really tall, like alien looking yeah. dudes was like, it was, it was really cool. That is cool. So like that kind of stuff is, you know, gets me excited because yeah. especially when People say, oh, would you go here? And everyone goes and does the same thing. And it's always crowded on a Tuesday afternoon. Yeah. It's like, you've already told me the story. Like, I already know about it. Like, yeah. I want to go find some something else. Yep. Um, yeah. So let's talk more about, like we said, solving more problems. Mm -hmm. Then you're like, okay, now I'm going to start doing these corporate retreats, which is really cool. We definitely yeah. got to talk about that because we have 150 employees. We're always looking to do like sweet, really rad yeah. stuff where I don't even want to think about it. Yeah. So like, Sean. Let's scare the crap out of these guys. Let's go do some. <laughs> yeah. Let's go do some weird stuff. Yeah, you know, drink snake juice and <laughs> hunt armadillos and. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's something that we. So I had done. It's kind of cool. So again, like just just like you say, building off of one experience or you know tidbit of knowledge and growing with it. We had done the grand prize. If you found one of those treasure chests for adventure hunt, was you won a trip with us and the other winners from around the country to go to Bocas del Toro, Panama. We partnered with this cool kind of new, unique resort down there where it's like villas and stuff. It's like this tropical paradise that's like very unknown. And so we had done a number of trips with just random strangers from around the country. And it was so freaking fun. Like everybody was like, this was the funnest week of my life. I started thinking like, okay, there's gotta be a way I can get people to know about this, but like pay for it. Cause we were just giving it to them for free because right. they won this prize, right? So I had a friend that was on The Bachelor she was like one of the contestants or whatever you call them, you know? And I remember thinking like, okay, she's going to like get kind of famous here. I got to figure out how to, you know, partner, har harness this right. a little bit, you know, for sure. Um, and she's, she's really a great girl. And so I just called her up and said, Hey, what if, uh, what if you pick another girl from the show and help me promote this trip to Panama and we'll just charge people, you know, to come and I'll pay for your trip. I'll pay for her trip. And all I want you to do is post about it on Instagram for, you know, two or three times each. And then I'll take it from there. So we ended up, you know, we ended up selling. It was not as easy as you'd think. Like we got hundreds and hundreds of people to apply to right. be on, to come on the trip. All of which said they would be willing to pay a down payment like today. And then as you like go and actually try to collect yep. money from people, yep. it was like 32 out of 400 were like actually down to pay, you know. We did fill up the trip though eventually and we went and it was a ton of fun. Excuse me. And I realized like, okay, people will pay for this, but getting them one by one is kind of a pain. Yeah. And so that's when I thought about, oh my gosh, like these sales incentive trips, I did door to door for five years. Like I need to start doing corporate retreats, president's clubs. So I set up a booth here at door to door con and 
got a bunch of clients year one and and that's, this is my third year here and every year we pick up a few new clients and it's awesome and i'm yeah. sure they're repeat clients like okay it's our one well, year yeah everybody comes back and i and i really mean everybody like i've had one client who didn't come back um the next year and with them it was a, it's a very sad unfortunate thing but the one of my main contacts there died in a car accident like oh, no. a couple months after the trip is so sad and tragic i actually feel horrible even talking about it but that was a couple of years ago and and so i haven't had them as a repeat client but there was some very tragic uniqueness around that but other than that client everyone has repeated the next year so so i have a interesting question for you because uh my partner and i are having our wedding ceremony in november okay we've been engaged forever and then COVID and, and all yeah, this stuff yeah where would you recommend that is not on any recommendation for honeymooning. Mm. Give me a couple options. And it can, and we, you know, we have a house in Laguna, so we we are in a tropical yeah. a lot. Yeah, yeah. So we're just like out for like just a really amazing experience where we're like, cause we're gonna be able to leave, leave our kids at home and just, yeah, and go. So like, yeah. Yeah. Are get, you, so you, are you not looking for tropical then? Cause because you, well, if it was tropical it? in a way that like wasn't a Hawaii tropical, it was something like mm -hmm. wild that you're just yeah. like, it's the most insane spot to go. And we can talk about this offline. If yeah, you got a couple yeah. secret spots, you're like, oh, I don't want the <laughs> listeners to know. <laughs> well, I mean, it's you're like, I've built a little hut there and I, <laughs> yeah, well, ironically, and I don't know how into adventure you guys would be. I don't We're know very adventurous. The, okay. Yeah. I don't know if that's the honeymoon vibe or not, but, um, you've been there already. It sounds like, but New Zealand is like one of my favorite places in the world. Yes. Did you go to the South Island at all? I did. You did. Okay. Cause Queenstown is like one of my favorite places in the whole amazing world i was um, trying to marry a kiwi and just never leaves yeah like that was my mission <laughs> yeah. going there i watched lord of the rings and i was like okay, i'm going into new zealand i'm never coming back yeah spent three yeah. months there changed my life that's funny. uh and had an amazing time but yeah. also my wife hasn't been so that was definitely one of the yeah one of the options it's either that japan mm -hmm. or like cambodia laos vietnam yep. loop because yep. like it'd be a long time before we take our kids there yep I did Cambodia. So one of the things I used to do to, de to decide where I wanted to go next is I would watch Survivor and Survivor was moving. Now they just are always in Fiji, but for years they were like picking a new location for each season. And I would just be like, I don't wherever they're going on Survivor, I want to go to that island, you know, that exact spot. So that was a really fun way to do it. And I went, anyway, I went to Cambodia one year uh, because Survivor had done a thing there and it was awesome. It's, it's very similar to Thailand. If you've been to Thailand, I've not know. been to Thailand. No, Thailand would be amazing. Thailand's awesome. Um, Boca del Toro, Panama, and you know, it's, it's very unique. So you could look into that for a honeymoon. I don't know. You've ever been to Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. That's one of my favorite spots in the world. Nope. It's a huge city. It's not like some untapped place. Everybody knows about it, but it's spectacular. You've got like, it's almost like Hawaii and New York, like had a baby. It's like this amazing city. That's like plopped right in the middle of these incredible mountains and these in, like insane beaches. It's awesome. But anyway, just some ideas. Good to know. And, or maybe I, go to Iceland, you know, do something totally different. Go where it's cold, but you're doing like crazy adventures. You know, I don't know. I like it. I like <laughs> Iceland has definitely been high up on the, uh, on the list for yeah, sure. hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, so like throughout you going to all these amazing places and building all these lists, like, what would you say are like your top, like three coolest activities that you've ever discovered traveling the world? The coolest activities ever discovered. Wow. That's a really good question. Um, I'm trying to think of like, so there's a place on the big Island of Hawaii. It's called Narnia. Okay. There's two places on the big Island. I'll say these are, these are actually like pretty, pretty decent secrets. They're on the Tripio app. So it's, I've already put the secret out to the public. 
but the one's called Narnia and it's over on, that's what the locals call it. I don't know what the real name is, but it's over on the Hilo side of the big Island. And it is this, it's a very simple hike, maybe takes 30 minutes to get back in there. And then it is this series of like waterfalls and swimming holes and cliff jumping and caves like you've never seen before. Nobody's back there. It's the most beautiful, amazing place in the world. Um, it's like the Garden of Eden. It's like so incredible back there. Wow. And it's literally like just a series, like you can stand in one spot and see like six waterfalls at once, all of which you can easily access and hike to. You're going through big caves. You're jumping off and swimming upstream. Like it's just, it's one of my favorite days I do. The Big Island is one of the retreats I do and I always take people there and it's always a total hit. So that's one place. Another one on the Big Island as well is called White Road. And I used to, so it's this, it's this hike that takes you along this old sugarcane chute like canal. It's like this man-made cement canal where they used to like chop down sugarcane and they'd send it down. You know, it's, it's not in use at all anymore. Right. Um, yeah, the sugarcane market is like dead and on yeah. the islands now, but. Yeah. And so when I first went, it was like, it was really like cloudy, like suit, like that you get to this like canyon wall and the canyon was just like completely socked in with clouds. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, maybe they call it White Road because it's always like cloudy and white in here. And then I thought, oh, maybe they call it White Road because the the cement is kind of a white color and that, that's the road, you know, it's white. Well, it turns out they call it White Road because the name of the street you park on is called White Road. It's not cool at all. Like, way cooler. My, my ideas were way cooler. But no, so you park on White Road. You got to go through a little, uh, you know, illegal thing but you, the, the guy's name is Junie if you're watching this just call him Junie and you pay him 10 bucks just to be kind let him pass he lets you pass through his private property he'll do this really cool Hawaiian prayer to the rainforest with you and then send you on your way and it's about an hour hike but you get to the top you you go through these tunnels so like you you follow this canal and then it gets to where the canal goes into the mountainside and you hop down in the canal and you walk like 600 yards hunched over through this tunnel, through the mountainside, and you come out of the other side and there's a really steep water slide that's again, made for the sugar cane, but you go, it's all mossy. And so you just hike, you climb up it with this rope and you just slide down like the most intense water slide of your life. And it's all it's, moss. It's, so it's all like moss, a little bit of water so coming like down to keep it. Just like... enough water. All, Cause there's always, it's always raining, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so it's this like completely I say man-made water slide. They're all man-made, but it's not meant to be a water slide for right, humans. Right. It's meant Don't to be a water sure. slide for sugar cane. Right, right. So it's like a little bit, it's a little bit scary, a little bit illegal, a little bit, you know, adventurous. What people want. And it's just incredible. Yeah. And and part of the hike is along this, this canyon wall that drops like 2,000 feet down across the way, this most spectacular waterfall you've ever seen in your life. Like it's, it's just, if you're into hiking, even a little bit, like even a tiniest bit, this is a hike you have to do. Wow. Like, yeah. You White know, road. I, I lived in Hawaii. I lived in Maui for three years and found a lot of really, really cool stuff. I never went to the big island, yeah. but I'm not surprised at all that two of some of your favorite places are in yeah. that Hawaiian yeah. islands. It's it's incredible that, yeah. that how small they are, but how much they have to give. Oh my it's gosh. Unbelievable. There's uh, have you, have you ever done the commando hike in Maui? Yeah, I have. Where you Just climb once, down. To, yeah, yeah. You'd climb mm-hmm. up the, the river. You climb into that cave, you yep. climb up the waterfall, yep. and then you eventually climb out those grates, which <laughs> yeah. are like those man-made grates. <laughs> yes. And then you, you jump three or four waterfalls to get yeah. back down to the I road. I know. It's just epic. Hawaii is like, it's not, 
because because it's part of the United States, it's like not as sexy to say Hawaii. But right. when people ask me my favorite places in the world, I say New Zealand, Rio de Janeiro, and Hawaii. Yeah, and they are that. It's just I lived on Maui for three years and continued each weekend to find new waterfalls. Yeah, new caves to swim through, mm-hmm. new breaks. Like it just offers so much. And like down in uh, what's what's the um, it's one of the parks that you pull into this down next to Red Sands, Wainapanapa. Yeah, okay. I Have you been to Wainapanapa? Maybe, but I, that name's not. Well, there's these caves down there, and like, they're like these pools, and it kind of glows. So people just go in the pool and they stop. Yeah. Well, I don't one, think I have been here. One of my buddies was like, "Bring your snorkel gear. We're going to Wainapanapa." I'm like, "There's no snorkeling in Wainapanapa." He's yeah. like, "You just wait." <laughs> so we go into the back of the cave, and we have water flashlights. Then we we go down and start swimming, and then you just see all these like cavities open up. Yeah. And I'm like. I'm like, he's a really, he's like a big wave surfer. I'm like, this guy's got lungs of steel. Like, yeah. I need to pay attention here. Yeah. And I didn't even ask him how long we were going to go. So I just hold my breath, swim in. We're swimming for probably like 20 seconds. And I'm kind of like, yeah. okay, we're, all I'm seeing is wall. Yeah. And then eventually I see this little light in the back and we go down and we come up in this little tiny cave that looks like there's two perfect little seats. And he pops up out and he's pointing over here and I pop up out and we're like sitting in this little tiny cave. Yeah. Just like facing each other. Yeah. And he's like, this is one of four and we're going to keep going and then oh eventually we'll come gosh. out the other way. And it was like. See, this is the stuff I need on Tripio. I got to see. I doubt we have this. So I might need to pick your yeah. brain to put it on. Dude, there. there's some, there's some cool spots I can share. Yeah. Someone got to keep off the record. Yeah. But... Yeah. <laughs> I know that goes. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I, I bet we'll become friends. And I bet you'll have a couple in the back pocket that you're like, these will never go on the app. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. These are my high ticket clients. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, so with the corporate stuff, like you just take, you have certain trips that you do that you've already. Yeah. So I have. Out. I have so, so the ones I have built out and like dialed in and they're just provenly they're proven to just be total successes is the Big Island of Hawaii, Rio de Janeiro, Bocas del Toro, uh, Cancun and Puerto Vallarta, which I love those. They're they're kind of more basic, I know, but for bigger groups, it is nice to just have a big resort to put them at. Right. Um, and then Bali, Dubai and New Zealand. So there's like eight, I think, that I've got built out really well. But. I'm always adding to it, you know? Right. So like anytime somebody wants to go, I just talked to a guy at the booth a few minutes ago. He wants to do a Europe thing. I was like, yeah, I'd love to put together a Europe vacation for you, you know? So we can go anywhere. We're good at traveling. We're good at planning. And it's it's a nuisance to plan a trip for like 30, 40, 50, 100 people. It's a pain for most people. And you've got better things to do with your time 100%. to build your business. And so let us do that. And the truth is it won't even actually cost you more because we have so many connections and we That's can get so many discounts. It. Right. That was going to be my like, next question. It's yeah. like when you get a whole hotel block, if you've been there with four or five different groups, it's like. Yeah. They know us. They're like, they're always giving us kickbacks. And so most of my profit margin actually comes from the vendors and my own knowledge of cool places I can do and the hotels to where it's actually not costing the client anything more than it would if they planned it themselves. Right. So it's a win-win. That's what I figured, especially just like you have your systems down you know who to talk to, you know how to get it done. It's going to be yeah. safe. And like, you don't even have to think about it because yep. we did a retreat for 30 people in, uh, on this lake at this big, beautiful mansion, uh, outside of uh, Vancouver. And you know, it was the owners were like for like four or five days, just like, Oh, and, and then the food and then the chef and then the transportation. And then the listing literally says like the last 18 minutes, there's no GPS. So I'm like, kind of good luck to you. Like look yeah. for like the broken, like street sign and then look <laughs> for this. And my business partners, like, they're all super, but they're just like, uh, I don't know if we're going to be able to find this place. So I was like, oh, we'll be all right. I'm we'll kind of, I'm kind of a navigational <laughs> wizard. Uh, really cool, man. I love your business model. I love to travel. 
I think it's super rad what you're doing. You're adding like so much value. And like for people to get on the app, I'm assuming it's a subscription model or. So it's, are you familiar with all trails? The kind of the hiking yeah, yeah. app? Okay. So it's very similar to that. We, you can download the app for free and there is tons and tons of free data for you to go and sift through and enjoy. But there is like a premium, it's like the freemium model, right? So there's right. free to download, free content. But if you want to upgrade to like a more robust, more customized experience, then it's 30 bucks for the year. So it's really cheap. It's like a couple bucks a month. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. And say the name again. Trippio. 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 If you just search Trippio travel app in Google Play or the app store for iPhone, you'll find it. Trippio travel app. Yeah. Right on, man. Was yeah. there anything, any other little travel secrets you'd like to share with, with the following? Travel secrets? No, but if people are, and I, I don't know the exact listenership, but if people are looking to do a big corporate retreat, I'd love to put in a plug in to just check out our website and see if you like what you see. Um, cause we do a really good job. We do take a lot of pride in making sure that people have the time of their lives. Like, and it sounds like you've traveled quite a bit and you have kids, you said? I have one kid. Yeah. Okay. You have one kid. So I don't have any kids, but like the feeling I get when I introduce people to a place that I love and I know they've never been and I see them, their eyes light up like they love it too. I, I almost feel like a parent, like introducing your kid to something yeah. and I just love it. So I get, I get so much pride and joy from helping people enjoy themselves on a vacation. So we take a lot of pride in our work. We do a good job. So just a little shameless plug there. Oh, no, fantastic. We'll, we'll send you a ton of business. Obviously, yeah. we're going to speak with you about retreats that we're going to yeah. be doing in the future. I'd love that. Um, so, yeah, man. Well, thank you so much for sharing. I learned yeah. a lot. I'm really excited to travel now. Yeah. Because I don't have to go down a back alley and try to pay a stranger <laughs> 20 bucks to show me, like, yeah. the crazy stuff. <laughs> Although sometimes, th sometimes those are the experiences that we live for, you know? It's for really sure. Fun, so. For yeah. sure. Well, Sean, thank you so much. Yeah, appreciate Dude, it. that was yeah. awesome. Thank Trippio, you. guys, go download the app free traveler information go have the time of your lives time life is short go have fun it is you're not gonna these are the experiences are what you remember you know like that's what you take with you is experiences so live life travel and they shape us they give us character yeah, right they do cool bro okay thanks appreciate it thanks man